Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications Connect to more. We're definitely running down a dream around here. My dream is to go to Boise, Idaho and see an entire basketball tournament. I still remain optimistic that it's going to happen, but we'll see. Welcome into Nuanez now. Your one-stop shop for all things sports around the Treasure State each and every day from 4 to 6 p.m. right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana joining me, Coulter Nuanas, as he does each and every Wednesday. And like we do each and every Wednesday, got a jam-packed show for you today. It is March. It looks like March outside today, too. The snow's melting a little bit. Got some sunshine. I was feeling good. Get that vitamin D. And March means tournament basketball definitely one of the most fun times of the year around the state of montana and around the big sky conference as well all sorts of tournament action going around to right now in the state so we'll get to all of that we uh, have a, a, the schedule for all the play-in games for the class double a level the class a tournaments for both boys and girls got started off today so we'll give you some updates from those as well uh, it's a single site tournament in Great Falls, so we got the boys and the girls going back and forth. So we got two girls games in the books, one boys game in the books. So we'll get to that here in a little bit. At 4.30, excited for this, uh, a young lady who's actually been featured on this show several times because she was such an outstanding athlete when she was uh, living in Missoula. Our Garden City Spotlight this week will feature Ashley McElmurray. Ashley McElmurray is a sophomore at Nebraska competing in the Big Ten, and she earned herself a bronze medal at the Big Ten Indoor Championships last week, so very cool for her. Uh, we will circle back around with her around 4.30 for our Garden City Spotlight. we got some trivia questions, as we always do, and we'll also have a basket of wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you. And then top of the hour, it's a Wednesday, so that 
means we have our ESPN Roundtable. Our ESPN Roundtable this week, second straight week, we got a hold of a men's Grizz basketball player. And this one is a, a fun one. Mac Anderson, he, he's a junior for the Grizz. And uh, he's the lone Montanan on Montana. And that is always a fun conversation to have. Sean and I were able to catch up with him earlier today. And then we're going to also talk a little bit of Grizz football. We got a Grizz football game on the schedule. Another one. And it's a Big Sky Conference game, even though it's not going to count in the Big Sky Conference standings. Montana added a game against Portland State here uh, for April 17th. So back-to-back Grizz games. So if you haven't heard... As far as why I was uh, making jest of our trip to Boise, the Montana men's basketball games for the weekend have been called off because of Idaho COVID-19 issues. You know the song and dance, but there has been a statement from the Big Sky release that they expect Idaho to be at the tournament in Boise next week, so I don't really know how that all works or the logistics of everything, but regardless, as of right now, Wednesday, March 3rd, we are a full go for the Big Sky tournament, and we will be heading down there. Sean will be heading down there. I'll be heading down there. Riley Corcoran's going to be there as well. So will Chris the Redpath, so it'll basically just be... Uh, operation as normal on Nuana as now, with the exception of we'll just be doing it remotely from Boise. And we really appreciate uh, all of our great sponsors for sending us down there. Nick Tabor from Westpac Wealth, Aspen Sound of Missoula, Expre- uh, Carl Tyler Express Lube, Crawford Automotive, and of course Stockman Bank, the proud sponsor of all things Montana basketball and the Montana Basketball Hour as well. Raid man, what's going on? How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. I had a sweatshirt on when I was walking into the little studio, and I was getting a little sweaty. You know, gotta gotta just have the polo on, and we're, this is amazing weather. I love it. I know. And these studios too, the ESPN Missoula studios here, they get really hot. We got all this equipment in here, all the microphones. We just got to turn on the AC by the second hour. So uh, I've, I've been making a good habit though. You're good at this because you you keep your whole wardrobe at the station. You got options oh, you and options to. and options. You got ties. And I, I, I got into this mold. Now that we're on TV, I am the master of spilling on myself. Mm-hmm. And so I would always have a shirt to have a spill on. So now I got my whole polos back here. So today, of course, I spilled on myself. But I got a fresh white one ready yep. to go. I'm learning from the master. <laughs> yeah, you got to have the backup. The backup. If, if anybody wants to know something uh, personal about Sean, Sean has more neckties than I think any human that I've ever known. Yeah, you have to be over a hundred neckties, right? I'm close to a hundred. Yeah, it's funny though with our new SWX setup. I don't really, I haven't been wearing a tie because it's more. We kind of are sitting in like couches in like a in the little like casual studio setup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a little like less less formal. So I don't I haven't been going like full suit and tie as much. So I haven't dove into the uh, my big old tie rack lately. But I do I do love me a, a good tie and a suit. Sure. Shout out to Florence Coffee by the way because uh, it's been an interesting we've been really busy around here which I love. I was I was going crazy not being super busy. We've been really busy. Uh, we always do our Florence Coffee Company coffee break on Fridays. But uh Giving them a little extra love today because last week I drank my coffee before the show even started. I just had to have it. So I'm drinking my normal uh, iced Americano. Sean's got himself a little ice cream tea there. I have found now that um, I have multiple colleagues and guest hosts now that don't drink coffee. And I'm so blown away by this. I thought that it was like a rite of passage for a journalist. I thought you had to drink coffee to be a journalist. And I, uh, full disclosure, last, what, last week or the week before, I tried coffee. You tried it. I, when, I was tried the, it. when was the previous time you had tried it before um, that? It had been years and years. I just I had tried it black and thought it was disgusting. And I don't even like I don't like the smell of it. I don't like the taste of it. I don't like coffee flavored ice cream. I don't like I just don't like this the, is amazing to me. the flavor of coffee. 
Um, but I did, I tried a, uh, have you ha- tried any of the hard coffees before? Uh, I have. So I got my wife some hard coffee and I Ooh. tried it and it was good. So I was like, okay. So she, the next time she made coffee, coffee, I, mm. I tried it and no, still, still wasn't good. Is your wife a big coffee drinker? Oh, yeah. Your wife's a nurse. Yep. I think that that is, she actually- goes, she goes to work at three in the morning. Yeah. I was so, going to say, so yeah, she has, she has yeah. to have it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, yeah, I would, uh. I'd be very skeptical of nurses that that weren't on the coffee yeah. trade because that's a, that's a job requisite for sure. It's just funny because you and Riley Corker both drink, don't drink coffee, whereas the only person I've ever met that drinks more coffee than Ryan Tutel is Tommy Evans, our producer. Tommy's Instagram handle is actually Tommy Coffee because Tommy drink. I mean, I've Tommy drinks so much coffee that when we went on a trip to Las Vegas together, I watched Tommy drink a double shot Americano at two o'clock in the morning and fall asleep like that instantly. It doesn't even affect him. It's just like water to him at this yeah. point, which is, which is wild. <laughs> Tell us before we get into some of the stuff uh, you were at the game last night. So we're going to get into that. Hellgate loses another heartbreaker. I cannot believe the endings to the Hellgate Knights boys basketball seasons the last three years. We're going to get into that in a minute. But what else is going on at SWX? You guys got, got some good games coming up. What's some of the coverage you guys got coming up over the next week or so? Well, it was fun because we, we brought, they weren't our productions, but we work with the people and they aired on SWX. We, the Frontier Conference Championship games that we had the last two nights. So that was kind of fun. We got the Cats and Sac State this weekend. We were going to have tomorrow the, the Grizz and in Idaho, but, uh, you know, COVID just keeps on keeping on. So we don't have that game, unfortunately. Um, and then, you know, hopefully working on some things with spring football, you know, um, we are kind of, you know, we've been the home for the, for football and basketball for the cats and the Grizz for, I don't know, four, five, six years now. So I would imagine that something will get worked out there. You know, I'm, I'm low on the totem pole sometimes when it comes to the, to that stuff. So you're just the sports director, you, yeah, just I just, you know, thing. I just do it all, but you know, I get kind of told last time when it comes to that, but I imagine we'll get some, uh, some football going too, which would be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, the weather's turning. Football. We we got I got we got new helmets. I got a Grizz helmet and a Cats helmet. So Bill cool. and Eric, the SIDs, sent them to me. We got them on the studio, and I was like looking at it, and I was just like, I haven't seen anybody wear these. You know, like I haven't been on a field with football helmets in so long. Uh, hey, well, did you watch any of the Big Sky games this weekend? No, I no, because it's kind of like. Um, I'm trying to think of the analogy. Like, if I if I can't be covering it and experiencing it, I don't want to. Like, it just makes me mad it just that, makes it's, you that it's going on, yeah. and I don't get to like right. partake in it. I know you're you cover the big sky sure. in totality. Sure. I just was like, I I, I got to separate myself. It, I'm just gonna be bummed. It was really fun, uh, particularly you know listening to in listening into some of our you know play by play buddies. You know, like we. As media members, we congregate often during normal times, yeah. and so you get to know these people that you don't you don't really ever go out of your way to hang out with them because they usually live thousands of miles away, but they're still fun to hang out with. And like Mitch Stroman at Northern Arizona, he's always been super supportive of us, always been very encouraging. So it was just nice to turn on a game and just hear Mitch on the call, you know, just hear. Yeah. It. And it's been four. I think he said four hundred and sixty-two days since NAU had had a football game. So uh, definitely pretty cool. But your plans for Boise? You're going down when? are you heading down to Boise? I'm going to be leaving Sunday. Yeah, same same with us. Okay. Yep, so Sunday and then um you know, obviously we don't know exactly when everybody's playing at this point yet. Man, we don't we know nothing. So here's the thing with Boise. People have been asking me all sorts of questions. Here's what we know. There's going to be a tournament. It sounds as if most if not all of the teams that are in the Big Sky Conference will participate in the tournament. Media is allowed to go to the tournament, but they're in different tiers. We still don't know what that means. And they are allowing a limited number of fans, but you can only go to your, quote-unquote, team's game. So you can buy tickets 
to the Montana State game or the Montana game, and then you go to that, then you have to clear out of the arena. That's all we know. All I can tell you is we are definitely uh, going to be doing Nuanas now. It's going to be have to be flexible. We are going to be doing it in a variety of different areas uh, within the uh, w- within the complex. I think that we're going to be having different rules in a variety of different ways. It's going to be a challenge, but it's also going to be fun. Do we have, a, do we have a, a breaking news um, button? There it is. There it is. We'll just breaking cut, news. We'll cut that into uh, yeah. a breaking news cool. bit. Tell the people what's going on. We This just came across the wire. Yeah, Montana basketball adds a pair of games versus uh, Warner Pacific. I don't, I don't know what Warner Pacific is. Do you? I've, never, I've honestly never heard of them. I have never heard of that either. I think well, I believe actually the first time that I heard of them was this last weekend because the Portland State women um, mm, played so them. NAIA school out of Portland, Oregon, hmm. and they're going to be playing Friday at five and Saturday at two. So I knew that Montana was looking to add a game because right. you don't want to go with a full the, week with, with nothing. So my, and my step que- into that. My question was because I totally agree. You don't want to not have a game for ten days and then go step into the tournament. That's a, that's bad. Yeah. I was so wondering, though, if they were going to add games because of the fact that non-Division 1s have completely different testing rules. So then, obviously, these teams will be tested before they get here, but... Just the worry of... There's just so many weird things. Like, what if you get an infection from Warner Pacific just the day before you're supposed to go to... I'm not trying to put bad juju on anybody, but... I mean, I I don't have the stats or the numbers and the science, and I don't even think that all the people that that aren't the scientists and, and following this have the exact numbers, but I don't think that we've seen a whole lot of like team to team transferring as far as like if one team tests positive and then they played that team, then that team ends up getting it. I don't think we've seen a ton of that. We haven't throughout the college basketball season. Right. So, you know, I, I think if you're asking the the coaches for Montana, I think they're, they definitely be more concerned about rust and not, having their legs and, and fully ready to go for the tournament rather than not, you know, rather than scheduling this and, and worry about testing positive. I don't know. It's, it's, you know, everything that we're doing nowadays, it's just your, the risk reward balance that you're trying to figure out. It's so. just so exhausting. I, I just, I can't get over how exhausting it is. Well, these count towards their overall record. And they do count towards their overall record. So they'll finish over 500. So they'll finish over 500. That's the impetus. That's another little. I mean, that, that's, that's another bonus for this for sure because Montana is one of 19 schools in the country that has at least 12 winning seasons in a row. Right now they're sitting at 12 and 13. And so, uh, by the way, when I read my sports center, I will have to adjust this on the fly because in the sports center today it says that uh, they were going to need two wins in the conference tournament to finish with a winning record. So uh, here nor there. <laughs> uh, it is Nuana's now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. Thanks to everybody out there. For watching, if you want to listen in another form or fashion, you want to listen on your computer or your iPad or your uh, iPhone or whatever you might be using, all you have to do is go to the station website, 1029ESPN.com, click on Listen Live, and there you'll find the stream. The stream is presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana, Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to give us a call or shoot us a text, 361-3688, that's 361 361- 3688 all guests join us via the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. What else you got coming so in? This is this is wild. I was just reading more about this sure. Warner Pacific. So they've played only one game this season. What? Yeah. So the Knights 
of Water Pacific have played just once this season, an 89-60 exhibition loss at Northern Colorado on February 22nd. Unbelievable. And then they're going to begin their delayed Cascade Collegiate Conference season later this month. Huh. So it looks okay, like okay, I see, I see. Yeah, so they so, went on pause, and they're going to finish their conference season later on. Well, that's that's sort of how the the Division Two leagues did it as well. Yeah, like the GNAC e- exactly. Stuff. So right. that's but they've only played just the one the one game against Northern Colorado, and they lost by twenty nine. So um, I don't know, just another little nugget. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> Very interesting to be sure. Well, let's get into the state tournament stuff. First of all, I got a just broad question for you. What's your favorite part about March? I mean, I, just I, are you a March Madness guy? I mean, obviously everybody's into March Madness, but it, I mean, I I love the pursuit. I think the high school stuff is so fun in Montana. I know it's a little different now with we can't pack the arenas fully. Although there has been some people at the games in some of these uh, places that are not Missoula and Bozeman, but I just love some of these storylines. I mean, to me, like the Class B state championship, if one of like the Indian Reservation teams make it, or you know one of those small towns where basketball is just everything, like Malta oh, girls. I when, mean, it is one of the best atmospheres you can go to. Period. Oh, when I was in Butte and Box Elder was in the championship game. Oh like, man, it was just nuts. And like you know when Arlie would face Manhattan Christian, things yeah. like that. Unfortunately, like there's not. You know, we have our our ten SBX reporters throughout the state, and in the Missoula area, there's not that many state tournaments like Missoula never gets them. I know or puts, it, I, it makes no sense to me well, why they th- wouldn't. There's actually like, a lot of reasons for this. This is actually, we, we digress a little bit, but this is actually fascinating. So a lot of it has to do with the facilities at the Adams center. So they have, they have limited, they have, they have facilities that are good enough for music acts, but very limited facilities when it comes to hosting a variety of teams. They also isn't, uh, as as many extra places for practice times and things like that, shoot-arounds. So I think Missoula oftentimes loses the bid. The other thing that goes into this, though, too, is that bidding on these, it comes down to the you know the Chamber of Commerce and the and the hospitalities people within your town. I mean, we have like Destination Missoula, for example. It's a nonprofit that sort of f- facilitates this sort of thing. The, oftentimes, I think that the argument for places like Great Falls and Butte is that they don't get the gigantic economic influx that Missoula gets when they have a Grizz game or that Bozeman gets when they have a Bobcat game. And so a lot of times I think that those uh, those other towns, they win out just because they kind of need it more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, they're, I mean, the, state, the, the high school state basketball tournament, I don't know if it's been back in Missoula since then, but it was in Missoula when I was in high school, and it was so, so fun because – the one thing that I think that they don't take into account, and I get, again, this is analyzing it from during normal years, but it's that because there's three, high, or I guess four high schools in Missoula, you have a giant contingent of high school kids that go to all the games, even if their teams weren't even in it. I remember we didn't make it my sophomore year, but I bought an all-session pass because I wanted to watch every single game, and I think that that's one thing that you kind of miss out on because if it was just at Adam Center, everybody would just go. Yeah, so, I mean, coupled with not having as many on this side of the state. I mean, Hamilton always usually hosts one. Sure. Um, things like that. And then also with me going down to Boise or Reno yeah. and it being the same, you know, there's always one or two kind of the week before. Right. But with like AA and a lot of them landing on that same week. So sometimes I've, I've been missing out on some of those. But obviously, I, I mean, I've been here for over a decade. So I've gone to many, many state tournaments. Yeah. And the atmosphere, the, like I love going to Butte. 
Like it's Butte, great, man. Like having it at the Civic Center there, oh. and like oh. the the PA guy, I forget his name, is just like classic. Oh, classic. And like the setup is just great, and um, there's just like you know, there's a. Uh, it, it's so pure at that level, you know, and like, no and, and you get the, the tournament feel and the electricity and the bands and the student section and just the innocence and the, and the purity of it all is just, it's a different feel than at a college basketball tournament or when you're watching March Madness, it's just, uh, it, it's awesome. And, and I certainly miss going to some of those sometimes. You're listening to Nuanez now. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana joining me, Coulter Nuanez, in studio as he does each and every Wednesday. We're broadcasting to you from the Missoula Broadcasting Studios. Locally owned and operated, proudly locally owned and operated here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. I'm going to go through real quick the pairings for the play-in games for the AA level. And then we're going to talk about the play-in game that took place in Missoula last night. A heartbreaker for the Hellgate Knights, to be sure. Uh, on the boys' side, here's the Eastern AA play-in games quickly. It's number eight, Gallatin at number one. Great. These are all on Thursday. Gallatin at Great Falls. Belgrade at Skyview. Billings West at Billings Senior. So a little crosstown. And then Friday, it's Great Falls CMR at Bozeman. On the Western AA side, Last night, we had Kalispell Glacier come to Missoula and get a 45-43 upset over Missoula Hellgate. We'll get into that one in just a minute. Uh, number eight, Helena High. They play Missoula Sentinel tonight. Tomorrow, Missoula Big Sky is at Helena Capital, and Kalispell Flathead is at Butte. On the girls' side in the east, it's Gallatin at Billings West for the 8-1 game. Belgrade at Bozeman, Great Falls CMR at Billings Skyview, and Great Falls at Billings Senior. And for the Western AA girls, Missoula Big Sky and Missoula Hellgate play tomorrow night. And then it's Flathead at Capitol, Butte at Sentinel, and Helena at Kalispell Glacier. Sean, you were at the Hellgate game last night. Um, it's become one of my my great pastimes to follow all you guys on Twitter when you're at these games because oftentimes I can't get away to get in there and sometimes it's a little bit you know there's already these crowd limits I don't want to put an extra stress on the people but then I always just hit my hashtag MT scores and just get all you guys that are there and uh, it was fun following along but Hellgate the co-state champions from a year ago that didn't get to finish the drill last year even though they were undefeated because the the tournament got called off right before the championship game. They were the number two seed coming in, and they lose the Kalispell Glacier 45-43 on a coast-to-coast last-second layup. Unbelievable finish, but you just had to feel so terrible for the Knights. Yeah, I mean, it was a great game. I mean, it was back and forth throughout the, the entirety of it. I don't think any team led by more than four or six throughout, and it was kind of pretty much back and forth the, the entire way. Glacier, uh, I mean, they came to play. And it was kind of a, a classic double A, you know, slow, limited possessions. The, you know, take 30 to 45 seconds off the clock each time, you know, each team had the ball. And uh, Hellgate, they were down four with like a minute to go. They got fouled a couple times to tie it up, and then they got a turnover. So they had the ball with 20 seconds, and uh, Beckett Arthur went up for a layup, missed it. And with about four seconds left, Glacier got the rebound, hucked it down to Kiefer Sponhauer, and he got a lay-in just past the fingertips of Josh Wade, who was going to block it. Like, I think he might have even touched the basketball, and it went in as the buzzer sounded. And, yeah, it was it was an incredible game. And then afterwards, I was just, you know, I, you see all the Hellgate kids and, and their reaction, and, I've, you know, you obviously feel bad for them, especially, like, 
you know, you, you feel great for Glacier because that was an awesome win for right. them, but you also feel bad for Hellgate. And it, it is, it's such a w- weird thing of emotion, right? Because you have you have all these kids celebrating, and then all these other kids crying. And yeah. it, you're, you're, you're trying to balance it. Glacier was celebrating so hard that they weren't paying attention to anything around them, and then they start, they accidentally backed into one of the Hellgate players I saw in your highlight, and the kid has his jersey over his head. He's so upset, and it, it is. It's like the dichotomy of, of true joy and true devastation all at once. Yeah, and, and people would, like, mention that to me all the time. Like, like if the, the Grizz lost a game or something, they're like, how you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm fine, but, like, I feel bad for, like, the players. Sure. And it's like, obviously, like, the other team, like, you're excited for them, but it's more like, you know, when you are talking to all the guys and you know them a little bit more because that's just who you're talking to because they're, like, in your area. Then, you know, when, you're, when I went and talked to Hellgate the day before the game and they are talking about how of an exciting time this is and they can't wait to make it back to state and cause they never got to finish it last year. And then, you know, to get upset like that, you obviously feel bad for them. Um, but man, that was a, a crazy game by, by Glacier and, you know, Hellgate obviously lost so much talent from last year and you lose so many guys. They are still like pretty talented and you know, they just, uh, in a, in a limited possession game like that, they, they were playing it slow. And to me, sometimes that, that, leaves you vulnerable to you know upset sometimes and it was just glacier's night and they and they got the job done but afterwards i was like thinking about the last three years for hellgate and i was just like man so i tweeted i was like three years ago you're in the state title game and you lose on a buzzer beater to bozeman on a fluky play that should have been game over you get the steal both guys collide and bozeman gets a lay-in to win the state title Last year, you don't get to to play in it after being undefeated and the heavy favorite, and then this year you lose on a buzzer beater three years in a row. Just brutal. It is our prep extra segment. We do this a couple times a week, presented by Farmers State Bank of Montana. Speaking of preps, attention high school seniors and your parents. Scholarship applications are now available at FarmersEbank.com. They have 10 $10,000 scholarships to award this year. That's right, 10 $10,000 scholarships. That's $100,000 that's going to go to Montana high school grads. Review the qualifications and fill out the application today at FarmersEbank.com. And hurry up because the deadline is March 15th. That's less than two weeks from today. Farmer State Bank, your Montana bank since 1907. Member FDIC. The the, the emotional part, too, I think that um, from our seat, like we always say, we, we have no rooting interest in the things that we cover, but we do have emotional uh, – I mean, we have emotions of our own, and when you get to know – kids and, and athletes and stuff, especially on the teams you cover, uh, it is hard when you have to watch them go through what's certainly one of the hardest moments to, in their young lives to that point. But I think it's accentuated at an even higher level when you have teams that are incredible favorites that seem like teams of destiny where it just ends. The two that really popped to my mind right away were the Montana State women when they had Lindsey Stockton and Jasmine Hamas and Alexa Dawkins and that great group of girls, and they ran through the league. They were so good. And then they lose on a half-court, a three-quarter court buzzer beater to ninth-seeded Idaho State, and it was just one and done. It was the first neutral site tournament, so they, they obviously had it in the back of their heads. We could have been hosting this thing. And at that press conference with Jasmine Hamas, she was the only person that showed up. And it was it was one of the hardest press conferences I've ever had to conduct because she was just crushed. She couldn't even talk. And you don't want to be the one that's making them cry, but you have to ask them questions. And so that was a real bummer. And I also thought uh, last year, I guess it would have been the last time we had two years ago in, in Boise, 
when the Idaho women lost to Portland State. That was a tough one, too, because that Idaho team, they went like 18-2 and two in the league. They had Taylor Pierce and Michaela Friends, the two best shooters in the history of the league. And it was just such a hard game to watch because Portland State just plays this zone. And it was just it was the it was the worst shooting game of those two young ladies' careers, and it just happened to happen in the semifinals of the Big Sky Tournament. And it, I mean, it, it was just such an abrupt ending, and and the, it just it's really hard, especially when the players involved are are seniors. So, and you have to feel for the high school kids too, because it is it's the sort of the end of a run. I mean, I know those Hellgate guys; they really wanted to get back and prove, you know, hey, we do deserve to be state champs. And now it's one and done, and that, that's why the double A playoff format too is just it's uh, it it's tough because it's one and done, and if you don't make it. You're out. See, and that's why if you had to ask me if I would, if it was up to me, would I keep this set up moving forward? I, I wouldn't. Just like the, just as the same as like, I don't like the neutral site tournament in sure. the big sky. Like sure. I understand why you have to have it for sure. travel and it's, it's an awesome setup and everybody's there and it's great, but it, it kind of just diminishes the regular season to me. And it takes it away from like all those games and like, it's not, those games aren't as important during the regular season. And the same thing with the double A playoffs. Like why are we playing? We play all these games and Hellgate was the two seed for a reason. And then if you have one off night, like you don't get to go to state. And I guess, it, I mean, that it is what it is. But to me, like I wouldn't have that be the setup if it was me, especially when you look at class C and class B and they have all the, they have districts and then divisionals and then state. They have like three different tournaments and double A is just one game. I, and trust, that's it. Oh, you totally. Know, it's just like, oh, I, totally. my, I, I think the system is kind of weird. But. My, I guess it would have been my sophomore and junior years of high school. We were not very good, and we went on the road and upset number two Helena Capital two years in a row. And they had multiple—I mean, they had guys that were borderline Division One players that went and played in the Frontier Conference. They were so much better than us and deserved to go to state so much more. And but it's just boom—you get one game and you do it. It is—it's a—it's a very um, interesting format. A couple other things as we march through our prep extra here, presented by Farmer State Bank. The Class A tournaments got underway uh, in Great Falls today. On the boys' side, we got one result so far in the books. Laurel, pretty commanding win, 62-44 over Ronan. Uh, interesting side note, you mentioned Butte. I remember when Butte, when they were at their very best, when Colt Anderson was playing at Butte, and, and uh, uh, they had a bunch, they, Casey Briggs was their big guy. Tony Trudnowski was a great player. He went on to have a great career at Rocky Mountain College. He's now coaching at Laurel, so that makes me feel old, but also uh, cool because he's doing a good job with Laurel. They have a great sports program going right now. Richard Cortez had 22 points to lead all scores, also had 12 rebounds for Laurel. And Ty Barda, he added 15 points for the locomotives. Uh, Leonard Burke led the Chiefs with 12 points. So Ronan into the loser's bracket, but not quite out yet. On the girls' side, pretty much if this tournament in Class A is played at the Four Seasons Arena in Great Falls, Haver's going to have a shot. Haver's won the last three state tournaments that were hosted uh, at Four Seasons in Great Falls. And uh, they've had 10 straight wins in the building overall after they defeated Hamilton 54-37. The Blue Ponies, I mean... Dustin Kraske is, is one of the best coaches in the state, any sport, period. He's always going to have Haver roll, and they're always going to be competitive. So Haver into the uh, the second round, and uh, Hamilton into the loser's bracket. And then the other result we have so far from the Class A girls tournament, Columbia Falls beat Glendive 37-21. So as far as the rest of the action goes, we have Ronan Harden coming up at 5.30, and then Billing Central versus Whitefish at 7.30 tonight. Tomorrow, then, the action gets kicked off with Polson and Lewistown boys 
And uh, Dylan Harden, by the way, is going right now. So we'll give you an update on that here shortly. And then another fun one tomorrow. This was supposed to be the state championship game last year. Butte Central versus Billings Central uh, in the boys' side. And uh, instead, now they'll have to play that sort of rematch tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. So we'll keep you updated throughout the week. What's going on at the Class A tournaments up in Great Falls. Last couple things here as we... uh, Need to get out because Ashley McElmurray, former Missoula Sentinel standout and uh, current Nebraska triple jumper, will be joining us here just shortly. But uh, By the way, thanks to Farmer State Bank for sponsoring the Prep Extra. They are proud supporters of youth athletics. Go to FarmersEBank.com and apply for that scholarship today. A couple other Montana notes. These aren't prep notes. These are just worth noting. But you mentioned that SWX was covering the Frontier stuff. So congratulations to the Carroll College women. They won the Frontier Conference for the third time in four years. Rochelle Sayers doing a great job up there. Uh, they have a, a really strong program. They have a lot of talent, and uh, they're really well coached and deserving Frontier Conference champions. And then on the men's side, Providence claims the championship. So formerly the University of Great Falls, now the Providence men's basketball team. Uh, Steve Keller's one of the greatest, man. He's a Hall of Fame coach for sure. From his time at Helena High and now his time uh, first at Montana Western and now at Providence. So uh, he's got that thing rolling as well. So congratulations to the Carroll women, the Providence men. And lastly, we're efforting this young man to be on the show next week. Duncan Hamilton, a sophomore for the Montana State track team. He ran the fourth sub four minute mile in the history of Montana State. If you know about Montana State distance running, they have a great lineage. I mean, both Patrick Casey and Christian Serratos from the last 10 years, both those guys are pro runners. I mean, they're both running for money and they're among the guys that have run sub four minute miles. But Duncan Hamilton from Bozeman, Montana runs a sub four minute mile and now he is headed to nationals. So very excited for him. Very exciting for the state of Montana. A local guy running at Montana State. Going to go compete on the biggest stage. Got to get out. Ashley McElmurray, Garden City Spotlight. Right after this, you're listening to Nuanez now on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. Songs are just so symbolic today. Running down a dream. All I want to do is go to March Madness. And now we got living on a prayer. Sounds like the basketball <laughs> season right now. I'm just trying to have fun because at this point, I just can't take another cancellation. I'm just, I try to make my plans going to basketball games with my buddy Sean Rainey makes me happy. And uh, the fact that we don't have any games here in Missoula this week. A real buzzkill, but. That's here or there. We charge on here at Nuanez now. It's 1029 ESPN Missoula if you're listening on the radio, or it's SWX Montana TV if you're watching on television. 
Tell them the call letters, Rainy. This is channel 199 if you got it on Charter. What else? How else can people find SWX if they want to watch our pretty faces on TV? Well, we got the, the Watch SWX app. That's money. So you can download it and watch it there. And, uh, yeah, Charter 199 over the air. So th- this is what, um, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, oh, I don't ha- I have, like, DirecTV or Dish. Like, I don't get SWX. Well, you do if you got bunny ears. Or exactly. Or you just got the and, terrestrial TV. Yeah, all you got to do, like, I went down to, like, Walmart, and it's, like, 10 bucks. And yeah. all you got to do is you just plug it into your wall. It plugs it into the TV, and then it just hangs there, and you get it perfect. Like, yeah, you get it perfectly. There, there's some places where, you know, if you're kind of sure. more off in the boonies in Montana, you might not get it. But, sure. you know, for the most part, you will. And that's the greatest part about network TV is that it's still, just like radio, free. I'm Coulter Nuanas. He's Sean Rainey. We do this each and every Wednesday, and uh, we'll be doing this from Boise next week as well for the Big Sky Tournament. So that should be fun. Well, it's time now for our Garden City Spotlight. We do this once a week where we highlight great teams, athletes, coaches, and sometimes even just natives of Missoula that are competing either in Missoula or abroad. And this week, a very special guest for us. The Garden City Spotlight is presented by Oral Surgical Associates of Missoula. Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates is your go-to if you have any sort of standard or emergency oral surgical needs. If you need your wisdom teeth out or you have some sort of an accident or you need an implant, a cap, a bridge, anything like that, anything that requires oral surgery, Dr. Gene Morris at Oral Surgical Associates is your go-to guy. Visit oralsurgicalassociates.com to learn more today. We go down to the Rankins Brothers RV phone line and we welcome in Ashley Mann. McElmurray. She's a sophomore at the University of Nebraska. She's also a Missoula native and a Sentinel, former Sentinel Spartan graduate, now in her second year competing in the Big Ten. This was big news for people that follow track and field around the state of Montana. Recently, during the Big Ten Indoor Championships, Ashley placed third in the triple jump with a career-best jump of 41 feet and a half an inch. Super impressive and uh, awesome to get on the podium. So, Ashley, let's just start there. What was it like getting on the podium in the at the collegiate level um it was super exciting and very unexpected it was something i've um one of my biggest dreams so it was really fun to get to do that i know a lot of times with jumps it's just all about hitting at the right time especially when you're in a championship so had you been going over 40 feet over 41 feet in practice leading up to it um no we don't usually do like full jumps with full run throughs in practice about two weeks before we had a meet where I had finally hit that 40 foot mark again but um this was the first time I got into the 41s and first time I've PR'd since high school which was really exciting and I was finally I was ready to get another PR so I'm glad it happened (laughs) what all goes into that because I think that's an interesting part of track right it's not necessarily linear linear you're not just going straight up all the time a lot of times you PR then you got to kind of break down the training and get back into it and build back up to a PR so is there different techniques different things you've learned uh, during your time competing in Nebraska that have maybe helped you now reach this point where you're re-peaking Yes, so many things. I thought I knew um, stuff about triple jump and long jump before coming to the university, but just getting to watch and see how much Gary Pepin, my coach, knows is really just showing me that I really don't know as like anything, or at least I didn't know anything when I came in. But a lot of last year was really breaking down the jump and kind of figuring out what I was doing wrong and then starting to fix it this year so it's exciting because I think I'm finally able to put some of those things together and finally fix those mistakes and reap the benefits of yeah fixing that technique so that it's really exciting for me. 
Ashley McElroy joining us. She is a sophomore at the University of Nebraska. It is our Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates in Missoula. And Ashley, what else? I mean, you were such an outstanding athlete uh, at Missoula Sentinel, uh, and I know you did a variety of different events and a variety of different sports, too. What's it been like sort of just concentrating on the jumps and concentrating on one sport since you've been at the college level? Um, Looking back, I'm so happy that I decided to continue doing three sports and, like, get a do a variety of events in high school because now I just have a ton of time to get a focus on competing triple jump and long jump and just doing one thing. So I'm really happy with my decision to be a three-sport athlete, but now it's super exciting just getting to, you know, focus on one thing and hone in on that technique and try and be the best triple jumper and long jumper I can be. So I'm really happy and excited for the future. Well, I spoke to your dad, Blaine McElmurray, about this uh, a little bit, and he was saying that uh, the facilities, the opportunities for athletes in Nebraska, the training, all the things that are at your disposal, I mean, pretty much second to none. So how much of a, that was a draw when you were making your college decision, and what's it been like to sort of be immersed in this big-time athletic department where you do have so many resources at your disposal? It's so nice. It's really nice not having to worry about food or facilities and just kind of get a focus on doing my thing and all those other things are kind of taken care of. I mean, even we get a ton of gear and we just, yeah, we get so much and it's so fun. And I definitely wouldn't want to be at any other school. I'm so happy with my decision to come to Nebraska. I really love it. It's the Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates. Ashley McElmurray joining us. And uh, Ashley, when you were getting geared up to compete at the Big Ten Indoor Championships, what's the mental preparation like? And I mean, are you nervous when you're standing on the runway about to make one of your jumps? Or what's going through your mind when you realize, wow, I really am. I'm competing in the Big Ten Championships right now. Um, I had a really, I felt like I had a good warm up leading into it, but I think a lot of my motivation was also coming from the fact that I hadn't PR'd yet and my performance last year at Big Tens I wasn't really satisfied with. So I was really wanting to get some redemption on that track. And so I was super motivated by that. And it was just a super fun atmosphere and getting to compete with a bunch of girls who are very talented. So that was really fun and exciting for me. It's been strange following track or lack thereof around Montana because basically the last time I covered track live and in person was when you were a senior, and that was a couple years ago because we've been going through all these cancellations. I know we're going to get geared up for probably and hopefully a strong track season here coming up, but I know you have a couple younger sisters, including Audrey McElmurray, who's committed now to Sacramento State. So uh, what's it been like following her? What sort of advice have you given her? Because it is sort of interesting, right? She, She hasn't competed in a while, yet she's still getting attention from colleges so uh what sort of guidance have you given her and you must be pretty proud that she's going to go division one as well oh my goodness i am so proud of her and so excited for her i think it's really exciting that she gets to go do her own thing at her own school and just kind of get to be part of that and experience that and um yeah i don't know just focus on training really hard this season and get the most out of it you can because you don't know how many meets you'll have and get ready for state and all that so yeah, that's what I'd probably say. <laughs> and for you, what's the transition going to be like now? Because indoor, outdoor, I guess first question, uh, in Montana, track is almost exclusively outdoor. So what did you think of your first indoor season? Was it different? Yeah, it was a different vibe. It was like a different atmosphere, but it was pretty fun to compete. I mean, in Montana, a lot in outdoor will have 
you know, weather conditions that aren't ideal, like snow and that kind of thing. So it's kind of fun because there was none of that. But I'm excited for outdoor. Maybe we can get a little tailwind and just get to travel a little bit. So that'll be super fun getting to compete my first collegiate outdoor meet. Is there a big difference then in preparing for outdoor? Or, I mean, I know some events don't exist indoor, some don't exist outdoor, but it seems for you that it's pretty much the same. It's just the venue that changes. But is, is there anything different that you're going to do in terms of your preparation, your training, and all that? No, not necessarily. I think we'll probably be outside a lot more. Um, it's been really nice here in Lincoln, like 60s. Uh, but no, not necessarily. Just keeping up with what we're doing and then getting to go to fun places while doing it. So that's about it. Has there been any, um, any venue or, or uh, school that you've got on the road to compete at that has stood out to you or that you'll you remember fondly? Um, we, didn't, we only traveled to like in conference uh, schools during indoor because of COVID and everything. It was really fun to compete at I- Iowa's indoor meet and everything and just get to p- compete at another Big Ten school's um, indoor venue. What's been your favorite part about just college life? I know that this is a, a strange question for people that are in the early stages of college right now because you guys haven't got to experience a lot of, of what makes college great, you know, the socializing and hanging out and parties and all that sort of stuff. But of what you have got to experience that is positive, what have you enjoyed? Um, I've just really enjoyed getting to be part of like the team at Nebraska and getting to meet so many different athletes and people from literally all over. We have people from as far away as like South Africa and different places in Europe and as close as Omaha and Lincoln. So it's just been really fun getting to meet people who have experienced all different cultures and have totally different backgrounds than mine. And then also just getting to focus on my relationships with friends and track and getting to do all that has been super fun and living in a new state. What's your favorite part about Lincoln? Because I've heard that Lincoln is just a great, uh, great college town that really supports sports. Yes, Lincoln's a super fun town. Um, I actually live in like in a downtown apartment, so that's really fun because it's really a live downtown. So I really like that part of Lincoln. Well, super cool. We'll get you out of here on this. Then best of luck with everything moving forward, first and foremost. But do you have any individual goals here or, or any broad goals uh, for this upcoming spring season as you finish up here your sophomore year? Um, I'm hoping to hit the 42 mark for triple. So that's definitely a big goal of mine and maybe get to compete at a regional meet or of some sort. So I'd say those are maybe my top two goals at the moment. Yeah, I love it. It's our Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates, Ashley McElmurray, a Missoula Sentinel grad and a current Nebraska Cornhusker, outstanding jumper. Joining us, she was the third place winner, the bronze medal winner, Big Ten Indoor Championships recently. And uh, congratulations again, Ashley. We appreciate it. We always enjoy having you on the show and uh, best of luck with the spring. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Ashley McElroy, one of our favorites around here, always a very pleasant and cheerful gal to talk to and a very accomplished athlete. If you're not, I know that some people aren't into track and field like I am, but you got to realize that that is an amazing thing. I mean, this girl is in her second year in college, and she is competing at an all-Big Ten level, one of the most premier conferences in the country. I mean, this is national competition, so very, very uh, impressive 
It is our Garden City Spotlight presented by Dr. Gene Morris of Oral Surgical Associates. Any of your oral surgical needs, whether it is getting your wisdom teeth out, you need an implant like I needed once upon a time, anything in between, go visit oralsurgicalassociates.com for more information. Dr. Gene Morris, the best in the business. Rainey's bleeding. I don't know why. We're going to give him a little bit to get his uh, thoughts in order. And then we got trivia and wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Coming back at you on Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula as well as statewide SWX Montana Television. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a great day. It's a sunny, beautiful day. Spring might be on the horizon. If you're watching on TV, you see we got a new piece of art. I've been waiting for this for a long time. We had this painting. By the way, you're listening to Nuanas now on 1029 ESPN Missoula as well as statewide SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana is here with us as well. If you've been paying attention the last several months, we embarked on quite an arduous and ambitious task, a 25-part podcast series chronicling Montana's 25th anniversary of their run to the 1995 National Championship. Well, if you go to grizzgreats.com right now or you subscribe to grizzgreats on your podcasting platforms, I stayed here until the wee hours of the morning on Monday night, and I got the last six episodes edited, and now they're all posted. So you'll find episodes, most recent episodes, with Sean Gokachia, great safety from Stevensville, uh, Kelly Stensrud, a running back from right here in Missoula, Corey Falls, and Randy Riley, a couple of the best defensive ends on that team. And uh, I'm sure I'm missing somebody from the ones I've edited in recent days and weeks, but they're all up there now. All 25 episodes are available on your podcasting platforms. And what you see here, if you're watching on SWX Montana, is a painting that we had commissioned. So this is an original painting. As you can see here, you got Dave Dickinson on the left, Don Reed in the middle, Andy Larson on the right, and a whole bunch of other cool elements, but we're going to be giving this away over the next six weeks or so. I, I plan on actually figuring out uh, who, how we're going to give this away. We're going to do a text to win. We'll give you more details when I get back from Boise, but we'll continue to display this thing, so pay attention because we're going to let you know the second week of March uh, how we're going to be giving this thing away, and then I think we're going to give it away on April, right leading up to about that, that second Grizz Spring football game, April 16th. It's supposed to be April 17th for the game, so April 16th we're going to be giving this away, but th- this thing is, uh, I don't want to, I mean, it's a piece of art, so it's invaluable, it's priceless, but in terms of just the construction and the printing and the framing and all that, this is a more than a $500 value, so this is going to be a great prize for all you great listeners out there, and if you want to purchase your version of this, we have this available in posters, prints, as well as uh, t-shirts and sweatshirts, all you got to do is go to rbagley3.com, that's R B A G L E Y. 3.com to get 
this custom-made print. This will be fun. I'm excited for this, and this is very cool. A very unique piece of art for sure. Rain Man, let's do a little trivia real quick. We got trivia for each other. We got wings for you. It's Wing It Wednesday presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. We got a dozen wings to the Desperado for you. We're also going to throw some wings packages into our bracket challenge. We'll give you a little more uh, details on the bracket challenge in the next hour presented by Paradise Falls when we have the ESPN Roundtable. But right now, number two caller, number two, 361-3688, 361-3688. We got a dozen wings from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill for you and yours. Voted the best wings by the city of Missoula for a really long time now. All right, Randy, I got a couple... uh, NBA trivia questions for you. Okay. Number one, LeBron James surpassed 50,000 minutes, 50,000 regular season minutes in his career earlier this week. He is one of now three players to play that many minutes. Can you name either of the other two that have played 50,000 plus minutes in their NBA careers? Ooh, um, are, what eras? Uh, one one is one things. one is someone that played from the mid seventies through the early nineteen nineties. Okay, and one is somebody that played in the eighties and nineties. He's like our generation. You you definitely know the the second one for sure. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm trying to think of guys that like have just accumulated a lot of. They're both big guys. Carmelo. Carmelo. Woo. Carl Malone is, is uh, right now, Carl Malone is currently, I think, the all-time leader in minutes played in NBA history. Carl Malone played 40-plus minutes a game for 14 seasons in a row. Yeah, he was, an, he was a workhorse. Man. I mean, man. It's also interesting if you ever, like, um, have you heard any interviews about him, about weight training and stuff like that? Like, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a maniac. Yeah, and he was, like, one of kind of, like, the first of, like, the NBA guys to do it at that time. Like, nobody... No other like NBA players like kind of like lifted weights like at that time because like the whole thing was like it's going to mess up your shot and things sure. like that. He kind of like was like the, the pioneer of that. Um, I don't know, Wilt. I don't know. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem, the other, yeah. yeah, the other one for sure. Okay, number two, LeBron James recently set the record for turnovers in a career. That's what happens when you play the most minutes and have the ball in your hands every single minute of the game. Whose record did he break? Ooh. Yeah, it's got to be someone that is a guard. It's not. It's not? It's not. It's one of the two guys you just named. Well. That's Carl Malone. I see that. Uh, interesting. Carl yeah. Malone has so many records because Carl Malone just played well, all that, the yeah, minutes if you, all if you're the gonna, time. Yeah, if you're going to play that much, then you're going to obviously accumulate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carl Malone is a, an amazing But that's interesting, though, because specimen. like I wouldn't think that he'd you know, necessarily like, have the ball in his hands that much to turn it over that much. Yeah. No, that's true. For sure. Okay, number three. This is not a LeBron question. This is just a general NBA record question. So, there's been five players in NBA history with 10,000-plus career assists. So, you're talking about the five leading guys in career assists. How many can you name? I wanted you to name three, but how many can you name of the the five all-time assist leaders? Okay, LeBron. LeBron James is not in the five. Not yet. Okay, Stockton. Stockton's number one by so many. So uh, here's an amazing statistic for you. If John Stockton only had assists to Carl Malone, he would still be third in NBA history in assists. That's crazy. See, that's why I didn't think Carl Malone would be on there on the turnover thing, because a lot of times he's just like catch and shoot, you know. Just with, yeah. drive the lane, layups yeah. all day. Yeah. Um Magic. Magic Johnson. Gary Payton. Gary Payton's not. Gary Payton's right there. I think he's seventh. Hmm. Nash? Steve Nash. So you got three. Um I'm trying to think of other... Both these guys are pretty modern era players. One guy was like an 80s, 90s guy, and the other guy was a 90s, 2000s guy. 
Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd is number two, actually, yeah, in the I history. Was like, I, if I, I knew I was... can't forget him. Yeah. Um... I don't know, I'm drawing a blank. The last one's a little bit, it, it, it's a tough one because this guy. Luca in 10 years. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Uh, Mark Jackson is the fourth, is oh, the yeah, fifth yeah. one. So Mark Jackson was, he's a, he's not quite the superstar that those other guys were. He didn't really score the ball like that, but he, but he was, was on good teams. He was on and good was teams. was facilitator. Right. Yeah. And when you, yeah. you know, when you can just throw the ball to Patrick Ewing or Charles Oakley or Reggie you know, Miller, Allen Houston, Reggie Miller. Yeah, yeah. All those guys for sure. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Nuana is now. It's Wednesday, so that means it's time for our ESPN roundtable. Mac Anderson from the University of Montana men's basketball team joined Sean and I earlier today. You're listening to 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. 